Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen all you New Yorkers. Excuse me. Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Uh, and now let's go to former House Speaker Newt Gingrich uh, joining us here on the show um, Newt, um, John is joining us remotely. We also have Judge Richard Weinberg. We also have former New York City Deputy Mayor Rudy Washington. Uh, Newt, first your reaction on Israel and, and everything that's happening here. We just also heard, I don't know if you heard, Newt, but we uh, heard from the former uh, IDF uh, Brigadier General, Amir Avivi, who's right there in Israel. And he was saying that a lot of the weapons from Afghanistan are ending up there, uh, you know, U.S. equipment. Uh, being used by Hamas. That is really troubling. Well, I think it's predictable. I, I want to wait and see how much evidence, how many weapons. But the objective fact is that uh, if you're a terrorist organization, why wouldn't you, um, you know, be willing to buy from the Taliban? And if you're the Taliban, what would make you happier than to take the American weapons and sell them to somebody who wants to kill either America or our allies. Uh, so, I mean, there's a certain logic to all this that nobody in the Biden administration seems to be able to understand. Uh, and I, I think that uh, the other factor is, you know, it was it was good that President Biden had had a speech yesterday that he talked about Hamas being evil. But now the question becomes: so is the United States going to? protect and defend Israel while they go through the process of defeating evil? Or are we going to start, as the president did even in his speech, talking about the rule of law, uh, the the fact that by definition, if the Israelis go into Gaza, Hamas is going to use civilians as shields. Uh, You're already seeing parts of the world say, well, is this really proportionate? you know, and and I think what's when you when you see somebody who kills forty babies and decapitates a number of them, what is proportionate? You know, I think it is frankly uh, killing the perpetrators. And I think that the I wrote an, <clears throat> a uh, column that appeared in, on on Fox uh, News saying, you know, the, the key here is to defeat and destroy Hamas. Anything short of defeating and destroying Hamas is a defeat. And we need to be firm. I hope the U.S. Congress will pass a resolution calling for the defeat and destruction of Hamas and backing Israel in doing that. Uh, John, you have a question for Newt Gingrich. Well, back to the home-based Washington. What the heck is going on in Congress? Do you hear any rumors? Well, I I think, you know, Steve Scalise apparently got a majority in the conference. And I think they will probably go to the floor maybe as early as tonight and see if he can get 217 votes. Uh, He won, I think, by 119 to 99. Uh, And uh, so he's now the Republican nominee to be speaker. And uh, they've now got to see, can they come, can they pull together? And uh, and how, and how how much negotiating, how fast can that happen? 
Um, and, and I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm watching like everybody else. Uh, but, uh, you know, he at least has a shot at it. And, and uh, they've got to get to 217 votes because we, they have a couple of vacancies. So 217 is the majority right now. Uh, but, but I think it's still up in the air. I do think that the Congress on a bipartisan basis will be prepared to pass a very large aid package for Israel. And I suspect along with that, there'll be a, a Ukrainian package and probably for Maui for the disaster that happened in Lahaina. Um, and then I think that'll probably come up uh, probably by next week. And uh, Newt Gingrich, uh, Judge Weinberg has a question for you. Uh, Mr. Okay. Speaker, is there any possibility that some of the common sense Democrats, the so-called no-labels Democrats, will have the courage and the moral authority to support the institution, the House of Representatives, and support electing a speaker now that we need a speaker more than ever to do legislation? No, no, not not without the approval of their leadership. And their leadership has a simple demand, which is drop the impeachment hearings, drop all, drop all the investigations of Biden. Uh, and the Republicans can't do that. I mean, their base would go crazy if they tried to do that. So I, I don't see any way in the short run that they can solve this. You know, um, Newt, I want to ask you, too, uh, on the investigation front, uh, it just came out recently that James Comer, head of uh, the House Oversight that they said that they will look into this $6 billion uh, unfrozen, how that came about from the Biden administration, which I th- we've all talked about on the show. I know uh, John uh, Katsimatidis and I just, we find this baffling that this administration oh, would ever consider it. Uh, where could that and, lead? And, and now look, there's a real scandal building. I just wrote a piece for the New York Sun uh, comparing Alger Hiss and Robert Malloy. Uh, <clears throat> Malloy is the guy who was... Uh, picked by Obama and then by um, Biden to head up the negotiations um, with with Iran. It turns out that he is very probably an Iranian agent. Uh, he brought three other Iranian agents into the government at very high levels, one of whom is now uh, operating in the assistant secretary for uh, special warfare. So they literally are in a position to be to be passing stuff on to the Iranians. And uh, when you read all this and you and you look at it, this is a guy who was in who knew uh, Lincoln, the Secretary of State, back in school years ago. Uh, the the level of Iranian penetration of this administration is going to turn out to be startling, and uh, people I think are going to look back and say, you know, that, that it now makes a lot more sense that both Obama and Biden were taking advice from people who were in fact on the side of the Iranians. They weren't on the side of the Americans. Yeah, that is so troubling. And the way that they have just, uh, it, it seems to like undercut at every turn. They don't even want to go by Iran. I don't know if you saw heard the news news at the beginning where John was saying, CNN is saying that Iran was surprised at the attacks. Uh, they seem to be, it's like the way they're handling China and the spy balloon. It's like they're making a, apologies. It's stunning. Well, well it, it is. And, and the, the, the fact is, Everybody knew this was coming. Uh, Memory first wrote about it in 2018 and said that they're going to come across the border and they're going to come to kill civilians. Uh, We actually know that they were practicing how to do all this. The Israelis knew all that, and I suspect our intelligence agencies knew it. But everybody told themselves, oh, they're really moderates. They're, they're, They're just doing that to scare us because they care too much about their economy and they'll never really do it. Well, this is nuts. These pe- 
these people are very clear about what they want to do. I, I just didn't, in the newsletter I just did on uh, destroying Hamas, I quote their leadership. Not a single Jew will remain. Well, what do you think that means? I mean, when the Iranians chant death to America and death to Israel, what do you think they mean? They mean death to America and death to Israel. Yeah, well, uh, sadly, right, they're fanatics. Well, when you deal with people who are fanatics, it is useful to believe them and not try to make excuses for them. And that's why I think that we have to have an absolute obligation to destroy Hamas. Uh, and then we have to, and we have to be prepared to say to Hezbollah in the north that if you if you pick a fight with Israel in the current situation, that the whole purpose of that carrier battle group in the Mediterranean is is to just pound you into into the the Stone Age. We we cannot pretend that we can negotiate. Uh, this is a situation where there are necessities rather than practicalities. Uh, everybody's going to say, "Oh, let's be reasonable." Well, no. What you have to be right now is accept the hard facts of destroying people who the president of the United States has called evil. And uh, this goes all the way back, by the way. George Bush described them this way in 2003. Yeah, Newt, we just have a few seconds left here real quick. But his own State Department then recognized Hamas. I mean, it's just nuts. Yeah, it is. Uh, Newt Gingrich, we love you. We just have a hard break here. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, Newt, thank you so much. Former House Speaker Newt Gingrich. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.